on this September 14th. Every year, we celebrate this feast called the Exaltation of the Cross or Triumph of the Cross. It commemorates a historical moment when Constantine's mother, Constantine was the first Christian emperor, when his mother Helena went to the Holy Land since the Edict of Milan, 1313, gave freedom to Christians. Christianity became an accepted religion of the empire. So Helena went to the Holy Land and tried to locate the holy places where Jesus was born, where Jesus lived, Nazareth, where he was crucified. He wanted to recover the wonderful relics and to honor those places again with veneration, with even, even uh, worship, because this is the place where the Lord was born, the places where they were associated with Jesus. And you know, it was easy for Helena to do so. And you know why? Because when the Romans destroyed Jerusalem and Palestine in 70 AD, um, when they destroyed it, what happened is they saw there were places of veneration. And these are places of veneration of Christians who used to go to Nazareth, Bethlehem, to especially Golgotha. And so what the Romans wanted to do is they want to shame them. So they built on the very spots which Christians were honoring, they built Roman deities. <laughs> so it was very easy. And part of what Salana did is he, she discovered the relic of true cross, which was the beam, the cross beam, which is stored underneath in the quarries under Golgotha. So she discovered that as she was looking for it, there was like a light shining from it, and so she knew who it was, and it was on the 14th of September. So that's why we celebrate the feast on this day from the early church on, from the early church traditions. But there's more to this triumph of the cross than just the historical, historical date of finding the, uh, the cross. There's something more here. September 14th is like a mini Good Friday because we come to acknowledge the significance of the cross itself, cross of Christ, on which hung our salvation, on which God gave us the freedom, gave us the freedom from sin. So September 14th is Feast of the Exaltation of the Cross, or sometimes called Triumph of the Cross, sign of victory, takes us right into the heart and the significance of the meaning of the cross itself, cross upon which our Lord Jesus, the Savior of the world, Son of God, gave up his life. But the way the church does is the church always goes back to the Old Testament, prefiguration, things that happen there, and then brings the fuller meaning of what takes place today. And as a matter of fact, it was Jesus himself who, who took his own suffering and death, death and went back to the story of Moses, the story of the fiery snakes, serpents. And what happened there? 
what happened as we read the first reading from the book of Numbers. With their patience worn out by the journey, the people complained against God and Moses. Why have you brought us up from Egypt to die in this desert where there is no food or water? We are disgusted with the wretched food. People complain, not that they didn't have food. They consider manna wretched food. <laughs> they considered the fact is that God provided them with, with meat as well. They consider that they want to have leeks and garlic and all the other veggies, whatever was not growing in, in the desert. They're complaining, but there's more to this complaint. There's a distrust in God who took care of them in the desert, who took care of them, fed them protected them. Everything was there. So what happens is they're, they're following the path of the evil one who told them, don't trust God, distrust him. Distrust him. Look, he took you into the desert. He won't protect you. You're going to die here. There's a distrust here that was initiated by evil one in the Garden of Eden, the same serpent, wanted to convince the people that it's not worth listening to God is not worth to rely on him is not worth to be faithful to him that's the significance of this rebellion there the minute there's a rebellion the people lose the protection of God this is what the covenant relationship was all about if you're faithful to me I will protect you but if you're not faithful to me you're on your own you have to face everything on your own. So these fiery ser serpents, these uh, poisonous uh, serpents, since God is no longer, they chose not to be protected by him because they rejected him. Then the consequences of the, of the serpents, they bite very poisonous snakes, and so many people died. And they complain again to Moses, look, well, not only that, you took us into this land of nothing is emptiness and now you're even allowing us to die here in the desert which was even bigger complaint and so the Moses turned to God and says God you have to help us look at these people they don't trust you they do not want to follow you and 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 the Lord says take that serpent make a bronze serpent not that serpent who could tempt us but make a bronze serpent and raise it on a pole and those who look upon will be saved. God transforms evil into good. God can transform the poisonous serpents and transform it, in this case, like a bronze serpent. He can transform into good. So whoever looks upon, even they were bitten, they no longer died, they were healed. And this is what Jesus says today in the gospel when he says to Nicodemus, as you remember, Nicodemus invited him and came at night. He came at night to, uh, to speak about Jesus because he was afraid. He was part of the Sanhedrin, so he wanted to ask Jesus who he was. No one has gone up to heaven, Nicodemus says, because Nicodemus says, how can someone be born again? How can someone be born again? No one can enter into the womb of the mother. No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man. 
And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Jesus, yes, died on the cross. Cross is a symbol, is the ugly, ugliest form, most scandalous, most painful form of death. This was reserved for uh, the, 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 the slaves. He was reserved for, for the most, most uh, notorious uh, murderers, killers. And so cross was a sign of ignominy, something that people would be afraid of. This is why Peter, remember when Jesus says to him, after he says, you're the son of God, and, and Jesus says, the son of man has to take up the cross, and, 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 and die on the third day rose again. The first thing Peter says, no, no, no. You're not gonna die ignominious death. This death of scandal is not for you. Peter knew exactly what he, was, what he knew. It was an ugly form of death, scandalous, ugly, whatever you wanna call painful, the most painful, most humiliating. But then what we see is Jesus takes this the most humiliating form of death, and he transforms it. And the cross no longer has the power of humiliation, suffering, and death, but has the power of resurrection, love, the power for us of salvation, of something great. Only God can do that. No human being can take evil and transform into good. And what we sometimes in culture do is transform words, but they don't work, because the reality is still the same. We may call it evil good, but we know that ultimately people are hurt, so it can't be good. But only God can transform evil into good, and he done, he's done that through Jesus, through our Lord and our Savior. And so this is when Jesus says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Yes, he gave his only son so that he may share the consequences of our sin the consequence, the ugly consequence of sin, and that whoever believes in him, believes in his salvation, believes in his mercy, will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. The cross, the cross, which is a sign of our salvation, everything that we begin as Christians, Everything began as Catholics. What do we do? In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, we call upon the name of the Holy Trinity, and we make the sign of a cross. Everything we do, we bless in the name of the sign of a cross. Everything that we do is because we know what the cross stands for. We are not afraid of the cross. As a matter of fact, if we don't have a cross in our houses, there's something missing, greatly missing because it is through the cross that we have blessings that come upon us. It is through the cross that we have salvation, resurrection. It is named through the powerful cross that we are able to remove evil, to ex exercise, to remove the evil one from our midst. Wherever Christians used to go would put a sign of a cross put a cross, and there are crosses throughout our country too, but especially in old Europe, many of the crosses are every place. Places sometimes which commemorate 
death of someone, even today on the highways or roads, you can see that there's a little cross, a family member puts up a cross because they entrusted the one who died on the road to the Lord, they entrust him. Cross for us is not only a cross which signifies such a powerful gift of God on our behalf, but also it is has been introduced into, into, the, uh, into our culture. Some people dare to wear a cross sometimes, public figures. Some are afraid because they'll be classified as whatever. So, so this is what we have. So cross is a powerful symbol of, of God's love, but also of great significance. That means you belong to Christ. You find in him salvation. Saint Paul, even though he realized the significance of a cross in this negative way, but then he said he embraced as, as being the most important thing, I no longer live, but I but he in me, I am no longer there, Christ in me. And I will glorify, in any, uh, I will not glorify in anything but the cross. Even though it's a scandal for the Jews and a folly for the Greeks, I will celebrate the significance of a cross because cross cannot be separated from Jesus, cannot be separated from the Son of God dying for us, cannot be separated from the victory of evil. Say, and, and, and cross cannot be separated from, from, uh, from the opening of the paradise which Jesus gave us. Today, what is Lord is asking us for? You know, there's a distrust of God. There's a distrust of God. We don't trust him. We don't really believe in him. We don't really rely on him. We don't invite him into the midst of our family life or our own personal life. We don't invite him because we don't really consider him as the most important gift that God gave us, the Father gave us. We consider it something equal to, many people look for religions outside of Christianity. They look for different forms of forms of worship and practice, but there is no life outside of God. It may console our emotional dimensions of our life when you look for something that seems like it's working, but ultimately there is no salvation outside of, the, of Jesus. There's no salvation. No one can take us into eternity except God himself, Jesus in any hymn, and the one through whom the salvation was given was through the cross. So this is the invitation. How can we help the society in which we live? Because we can say, well, you know, there's all kinds of agenda, political agenda, but ultimately we know that no political um, type of laws or whatever it may be ultimately will free us from evil. Yes, there might be something that will be more positive and something more destructive, but ultimately salvation only comes from the Lord and no one else. Sometimes people take leaders and say, okay, this leader can take us here or there. Ultimately, if we do not choose Jesus as our only leader, we will not have and will not possess eternal life, will not possess freedom.
because only in God is our freedom. It is only in God we have the uh, salvation which we seek, the joys that we seek, the peace of heart that we long for, only in God. And so this is why when we gather, like we gather for the Eucharist, we gather because we want to make that reality of the cross present. The reality of the cross Eucharistic celebration is the making of that offering of Jesus present to us, renewing it, allowing the grace flowing from the cross to come, allowing that blood and water to flow from the heart of Christ, to touch us, to heal us, to strengthen us. This is what the Lord wishes. Every time we gather for this Eucharist, that's what we do. We renew the sacrifice of the cross. We renew the sacrifice of Jesus himself. This is why St. Paul today, such a powerful way, he knows what he says. Christ Jesus, though he was God, in the form of God by nature, he was God. Yet he did not regard equality with God something to be clung on to, grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, took the form of a slave, coming in human likeness and found in human appearance. He humbled himself and becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Why? because for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven for us and for our salvation, he became one of us. This hymn that St. Paul speaks of, which is known as him to the Philippians, the Philippians, speaks both of humanity, of Jesus and divinity. Through humanity, through his suffering and death, he was glorified. And we, in him, by taking up our cross, even though we may be humbled, we may embrace the cross that God somehow is, has placed before us because it's not that we chose, but human life provides, you know, in the, the environment in which we live, the cross as God allows this cross to take, to be part of our life, but he will transform us in Christ Jesus. Will, Jesus will help us to carry the cross and transform our, our difficulties, problems into being glorified. Because of this, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every, name, every other name, the name of Jesus, that every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth, under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. May we today embrace not the cross that seems to be so difficult when we are carrying by ourselves, but the cross that is carried by Jesus with us. And this cross will lead us into everlasting glory. Tomorrow we will see we celebrate a memorial of Our Lady of Our Lady of Sorrows, and we see how she united herself with her son, giving us an example model how to take up the cross together with her son and 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 embrace that fullness of life which the Lord wishes to bestow upon us. He has given us everything. He's giving us instruction. He's giving us knowledge. And he's giving us the sacrament of his presence to help us to walk the journey of the cross, 
so that we may experience the fullness of life. For he so loved us that he gave us his only son. The Father loves us so much that we, that those, that the, all who believe in him may have eternal life, may have eternal joy. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.